Welcome to the Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast with Stephanie A. Wynn, an online health and wellness podcast where I, your host, will provide weekly wellness tips about inflammatory bowel disease, specifically Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. The Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast is a mixture of special guest interviews from healthcare professionals, IBD survivors, Crohn's survivors, ulcerative colitis survivors, and community thought leaders. Be sure to select the subscribe button and let's start the health and healing process from the inside out. back. We are back for another episode of the Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast. I am your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, and today's topic is navigating IBD flare-ups and managing the ups and downs of, you know, IBD. So we're going to get right into it. But before we get into it, you know, I like to talk about the renewing of your mind to start the healing process. You know, it starts with your mind. You have to know in your heart you can heal, like you can feel better. And I know sometimes with dealing with IBD, it feels horrible, like you want to just feel better. And so I'm super excited because I want to explain um, what the flare ups look like, what they feel like. Um, it does get better. I, I promise it does get better. You just have to, you know, get in tune with your body. So we're going to get started. Living with inflammatory bowel disease, it can be, cha- it's a challenging journey to say the least. It has its ups and downs. And one of the most difficult aspects of IBD, inflammatory bowel disease, is experiencing flare-ups. And so you may be saying, well, what are flare-ups? Flare-ups is like when symptoms worsen and can significantly like, impact your quality of life so like you may be you know active and then all of a sudden you can't you know you just it's like you're run you've ran out of gas like and you can't go any further but there's pain with that right so in this episode I will discuss what IBD flare-ups are their common triggers and the effective strategies to manage and cope with them so whether you are newly diagnosed with um, IBD Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, or you have been living with it for a while, understanding and effectively managing your flare-ups is essential for maintaining your overall well-being. So our goal is to really have a good quality life when dealing with IBD. Like IBD does not have to be your end-all be-all. So let's talk about what is IBD flare-ups? Like what are the flare-ups? Having flare-ups, it may be like, let's say you are in remission and then all of a sudden you start you have a flare up you have to understand the nature of the flare ups and how they differ from you know periods of remission so if you are going from um not having flare ups until one day you just have a flare up there could be something going on maybe your body is telling you something hey something's going something's happening so that's why it's important to really get in tune with your body specifically when you are battling inflammatory bowel disease so When we talk about the types of IBD, that's ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. And these are the two primary forms of IBD that both can result in flare-ups. So they both you you can have a flare-up if you have if you're diagnosed with either one, right? So some of the common triggers of IBD flare-ups, number one is your diet and nutrition. Maybe there are certain foods and dietary habits that may trigger 
your flare-up. So that could be high-fat foods, spicy foods, excessive alcohol or caffeine consumption. Stress is the culprit. I'm going to truly believe that. I'm I'm just going to be honest with you. I truly believe that stress is the culprit to these IBD flare-ups. You have to put boundaries around your family, friends, and things, people, places, and things. And sometimes if you don't, then it will continue to rear its ugly head. So whatever is, you have to explore the impact of stress. Like, where is it coming from? Who's causing me the most stress? Like, you got to get rid of it, right? Anxiety and emotional factors on IBD symptoms. So for example, maybe you're anxious about something. Maybe something's coming up. Maybe you're celebrating something. Maybe you got to take a test. Maybe you're, you know, you're in school. Maybe you have, you know, you have kids that are, you know, you know, adolescents or, you know, they're about to become adults. I know when I was raising my sons, like, I worried a lot with them. Like I worried myself sick sometimes because when I dropped them off, you know, I worried that, you know, what if they don't come back? Like I had to, you know, like cast down those thoughts because worrying makes you sick. That just adds stress and dis-ease to your body, right? So again, you got to explore where the stress is coming from. And then you have to provide, you have to create a game plan of how you're going to manage your stress levels. I'll give you an example. Like I had, I had taken on helping my family with a family member and it became too much for me. And I went into a flare up, like a complete flare up. Like I was hospitalized. I was in ICU. And so I knew like, I can't, I can't do that. I can no longer take on this. And so you have to say, hey, you know what? I got to put these boundaries up. It may hurt some people's feelings and that's okay. But you have to guard your heart. You have to guard your mind, body, and spirit. You have to do that in order to reduce these flare-ups, right? Now, number three, medication and treatment. So maybe your dosage or maybe you're on um, biological medication. Maybe you have tried something new um, that is affecting your um, flare-up, like you're having more flare-ups than, you know, maybe your doctor need to look at your medication because if it's not working, you need to not continue to take the medication if it's not working for you. So getting with your healthcare team and understanding like what it is that's happening with your body and then going from there, right? So the medication and treatment is another trigger to flare-ups, right? Your environmental factors, your air quality in your home, like certain chemicals. So for example, if you have, like I used to have plug-ins in my house, so I removed those. Um, Aerosol sprays, I removed those. Like certain like detergents I don't use anymore. Like I completely remove certain things out of my household because they were causing me more harm. Like they were really toxic. Um, I removed the microwave out of my house. I don't use a microwave. I haven't had a microwave in my home since 2017. Like little things like that. Like I don't, and I know a lot of us like the our house to smell good and everything, but just imagine all of that toxic stuff that's, you don't know what's in those plugins and to preserve them, there's some type of chemical to keep them. You know what I'm saying? So again, you have to be careful of the things that we put inside 
our home, your environment, you know, again, the air quality, what does that look like? So in order to remove these flare-ups, you have to take, it's not just about your diet. It's not just about the medication. It's not just about stress. Like your, your environment is so critical to all of this as well. We have to make sure that you are looking at this from a different lens instead of like worrying like, hey, just look at it from a different lens. Okay, do I have these things in my home that causes, you know, other issues, right? So I want you to recognize the signs and symptoms of IBD flare-ups. So let's talk about that. You may have abdominal pain. You may have diarrhea. You may have rectal bleeding, uh, fatigue, and weight loss. And maybe you have nausea. You're you're vomiting and you're um, going to the bathroom a lot of times, right? And so when you're losing that much fluid, like you're going from both ends and you're not replenishing them, like you're low on electrolytes, um, you need to get fluids. And I know for me, that's what happened to me. Like I got really low on electrolytes. I mean, I even tried the Myers cocktail fluid. And then the very next, like I was, so, it was so rough for me at that time. Like that didn't even do, I had to go to the emergency room because I knew I needed more than just a bag of fluids. I needed more than just a bag of fluid. I needed to get like antibiotics. And once they did the test, they found other things going on with me. So again, like we have to really, really focus on our body and knowing the signs and the symptoms of these flare-ups. You have to make sure that you understand like, okay, I'm having abdominal pain that I normally don't have. I'm going to the bathroom a lot. Um, I, I mean, I remember here recently, like I went to the bathroom like 12 times in one night, like, and so my heart rate was pounding. So I wasn't sleeping good. And when your heart is high, there's something going on. You either low in potassium, something's going on with your heart. Like you got to get the help that you need and you have to understand those signs and symptoms and don't wait to get help. Immediately when you start seeing those first signs, it's time to do something. It's time to, hey, call the doctor. Hey, listen, I'm having these symptoms. I need to come in to be seen or you need to go to the nearest emergency room. Like, again, recognizing these symptoms is going to help you with, you know, your flare ups and understanding like what's going on with your body. Now, let's talk about coping and managing the flare ups. When we talk about coping and managing the flare-ups, when you manage the flare-ups, when you've gotten to the point of where you've gotten your electrolytes back up, you've gotten, you know, you've gone to the doctor, the doctor, they've seen you, you've gotten fluids, you've gotten maybe antibiotics, maybe you've had to take certain medications to get you back on track. Now, after you've gotten back stable, right, now you have to manage your body better. Like, how are you doing that? Maybe the medication they gave you included anti-inflammatory drugs, immunosuppressants, and biologics. So maybe you're already on a biologic and that biologic is helping you manage the flare-ups. So that's one of the things that you want to think about, like, how am I managing this? What, um, how am I coping with this? And coping with any chronic diagnosis is going to require that maybe you need to see a therapist. It's okay because I had to do that, right? I went to see a therapist. I had a counselor that I would talk to all the time because I 
that's the only thing that will help me get through this diagnosis, right? Uh, and also, the next thing is maybe you need to do lifestyle modifications, right? Um, maybe your diet and nutrition, and that includes diet and nutrition, stress management, um, techniques, regular exercise, and sufficient sleep. Sometimes we're not sleeping, and sometimes we're not sleeping because of this condition. Sometimes it keeps you up, right? And you also, like I said, seek support. Support from your therapist. Remember, your family and friends, they're not your therapist. So you want to make sure that you get the right um, therapist that can help you get through um, this diagnosis and not only get through it, but understand how to cope with certain things that life may throw at you, right? So there may be support groups. I used to join, I, I used to be a part of this Crohn support group. And I stopped going to it because sometimes, and you have to vet these groups because sometimes it's it's a pity party. Woe is me, I'm sick, I'm ill. And I, I don't like being in those environments because what that does, that just magnifies the problem. I need to be in an environment that is of positive energy. Like we're speaking healing, health and healing, right? It's not, oh, I'm sick. Oh, I'm in pain. You know, I, I get it. I get it. We know that oh so well, right? So you want to make sure like once you're going through all of this, like really ask yourself, am I do, have I done everything that I can do to avoid these flare-ups, right? I know that, you know, healthcare has changed a lot over the years. It has really changed. And you want to make sure that with your healthcare providers that you communicate well with your, your physician. So your pr primary care physician, your gastroenterologist, maybe you have an IBD specialist, maybe you have a, a mental health therapist on your team. You want to make sure that you're communicating with everybody. Everybody's on the same page, right? And that you're effectively communicating and you are highlighting the significance of the issue that you're having. Like you got to make sure you talk to them about that, right? So that you can reduce the frequency of the flare-ups. Like we have to all be on the same page so that you can heal, right? So we talked about a lot during this episode. We talked about, you know, seeking support, um, communicating with your provider, we talked about diet and nutrition. We also discussed the stress and emotional factors, medication treatment. We talked about environmental factors. We even talked about recognizing the signs and symptoms of a flare-up. You got to be able to recognize that, right? So we also talked about coping and managing IBD flare-ups and lifestyle modification. You want to create a life that you can live comfortably without toiling Remember, you're not alone in this journey and there is hope. There is hope and there are options out here for you to heal from the inside out. My name is Stephanie A. Wynn. I am your host. Until next time, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Health and Healing from the Inside Out podcast, an online health and wellness podcast where I, your host, Stephanie A. Wynn, will provide weekly wellness tips about inflammatory bowel disease, specifically Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. Be sure to select the subscribe button and let's start the health and healing process from the inside out. out.